0: Welcome to Millennium Live, the official podcast of the Millennium Alliance. Join us for a conversation of life, leadership, and how today's top leaders are digitally transforming the enterprise.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Millennium Live. My name is Katie Perry, and today I have a very special guest. I have Jed Yua, who is the founder and CEO at Delphix. Thank you so much for being here today, Jed.
0: Hi, Katie. Great, Great to be here.
1: Just to get started, for anyone who may not know, can you give us a little bit of background on Delphix?
0: Yeah, we're an enterprise software company based in Silicon Valley, and we help companies accelerate digital transformation with a DevOps data platform. So we deliver data in an automated fashion. And we make sure data is compliant and secure, safe from things like hackers and ransomware attacks, and then we deliver it into their application development work streams. Uh, Companies around the world today, they're all in a race to release software faster, and you need your data to keep pace with that. And so we automate the entire process of delivering data for releasing software faster.
1: So I know this probably sounds very obvious to you and your team, but could you maybe tell us why data really is so important for companies today?
0: Yeah, it really does feel like it's an obvious thing, but it's not that obvious how companies deal with their data and apply it to their business strategy. So data is really intrinsic to companies today. Most enterprises, once they get to a certain scale, they're all run on enterprise apps and all these enterprise apps are filled with data, Um, but the data is trapped in these apps. So it's siloed inside of each application and you need to get that data out. If you want to really transform your business, if you, if you want to change your business today, you're going to have to change the enterprise apps that support the new way of doing business. A great example is a company like Nike, where they used to sell a lot of their shoes to retail stores, but now they're on a big journey as a direct-to-consumer company. They're really trying to push their shoes directly to consumers. Well, you have to change all of your applications, and you have to change all of the data in the applications in order to be able to execute on a major business transformation like that. And so that's one of the challenges with data is... It's uh, an integral part of how you're doing business today, and it's an integral part to how you want to transform or change your business in the future. But that data has a lot of risk. It keeps growing inside the applications. It's really complex. And so you really need a a great platform to unlock that data and make it valuable for your business.
1: So why are companies like Facebook and Apple growing so much faster than other businesses right now?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. If you look at this last decade, something really different has happened. So two decades ago, if you looked at the top five companies in the S&P 500, you know, only one of them was a tech company. And then a decade ago, only two of them were. Um, Today, all five of the top companies are tech companies. And they've gone in just one decade, they've gone from 1.3 trillion combined to over 8 trillion combined. So they've mushroomed 6X in market valuation. Uh, so their revenues are skyrocketing, their valuations are skyrocketing. And I think a lot of people don't quite realize what's happening in the world, but these big tech giants and leading tech companies are investing in what I call transformational automation. So they, they look at the world and they say, what are the things that I can automate away so that I can innovate faster? So I can release the next feature in my application in less time. And they spend billions a year on these engineers who are trying to automate everything along the path of innovation. And um, all of this is part of the overall DevOps movement. But if you look at companies today, everybody's embracing DevOps. So why are traditional enterprises only releasing software once a month or once a year? And tech companies are releasing software a thousand times a month, maybe a thousand times a day in some cases. It's a really it's a really really big divide and it comes down to this mindset of transformational automation, investing in you eliminate any kind of friction that gets in the way of an idea to an application feature that's live and touching your users and changing your business.
1: Wow. So you mentioned DevOps a couple times, and clearly it's very important. So what makes Delphix so special for DevOps?
0: In the world of DevOps, you have to deliver everything just in time. So you can't afford to wait around for things. So it used to be in the old world, we'd have these waterfall software releases, waterfall software releases where you're releasing software once a year. So it's okay if you have to go to your IT teams to set up your servers and get people to put the right code into the servers and then wait around for the storage team, the network teams to get their components in place. And finally, after a couple months, you have a test environment and you run a test. Well, we can't afford to wait for those kinds of things in the modern world of software development. So DevOps has really become the method by which We automate everything in the the chain that's required to ship software. And over the last decade, pretty much everything's been automated, the code, the servers, the storage, the networks. You can drive everything with APIs today in clouds. Everything can be run with software, uh, except for the data. So data really is the last automation frontier. And data is growing, so it's really heavy. It's filled with risk. It has your personally identifiable information. And um, it also is very complex. It's deeply entwined in each different kind of application like mainframe apps, hold their data differently than apps that are born in the cloud. And so the the difference with Delphix is that we're really built to take data from all the sources that customers have, all clouds, all application architectures. Uh, Once you pull it into Delphix, we protect that data and add all these controls and features that you need for the DevOps lifecycle to ship software faster. And then we automatically deliver that data into your environments so that you can quickly test your applications, make sure they're high quality, get them released, um, protect them if you have problems, if you have outages or deletions or a ransomware attack. You know, these are all things that we can then quickly revert because we automate the data for the entire DevOps lifecycle.
1: Right. Okay. So I, I know all of us keep hearing about these massive data breaches where they lose passwords and credit card information. I'm curious, how does Delphix really protect data privacy?
0: Yeah, in, in the world today, as tech companies keep growing, there's a lot of risk that's occurred to our own personal data privacy. And breaches are happening at an ever-increasing rate. There were so many breaches last year and so many highly publicized ones. And so one of the, one of the key things that's important for sustainability in the economy is to really focus on governance, right? To focus on doing the right things, handling data the right way to protect consumers, protect personal data privacy. And so one of the elements that's really critical in the Delphix DevOps data platform is that we can mask sensitive data before it shows up in all these downstream use cases like development tests, QA stage environments. And the way we do that is we, we take the data And we will de-identify the data. So we'll replace it with fictitious values. Instead of your name, Katy Perry, it might be Anne Winblatt or another name like that. And then there might be um, yet another um, change in your social security number or your credit card information. So it's not your actual information, but it's still information that works for the application. So you can still test the application the testing, the development all works, but we've eliminated all the risk. We've taken the risk payload out of the data. So that's really challenging for most companies. Most companies, uh, if you look at their development environments and their test environments and their analytics environments, we have tons of our personally identifiable information floating around and it really shouldn't be managed that way. It should be better governed. So our platform just automates all that and ensures that that data is protected before it gets used for these purposes.
1: And how about ransomware? I mean, first, it was our oil with the colonial pipeline attack, and now it's the beef attack with or the JBS beef attack. I'm curious, how does ransomware come into play?
0: Yeah, ransomware has really become a major concern, not, for, not just for enterprises, but for, for, for the entire world, mm-hmm. for the global supply chain of oil, for our food supply chain. And so it's really now a national crisis or global crisis. And uh, the interesting thing about ransomware is that they're attacking the applications that our businesses and our world depends upon and they're crippling those systems. And so they can have a really negative material impact on on all kinds of operations across the world. Um, What we do with Delphix is we make sure that any data that enters into our platform is immutable. And what I mean by that is you cannot change it, you cannot delete it, you cannot encrypt it and make it unavailable. And so the way Delphix works is we connect to all of your enterprise applications. All that data comes into Delphix in near real time. So we have a very recent copy of all of your data. And then we make the data immutable, It cannot be changed. If somebody encrypts data in your production application, that'll get written as a new block in Delphix. It won't change the existing block. So the history is immutable. So as soon as we identify a problem in the data, we can simply roll you right back in time. It's it's an immutable time machine. And we can roll you back to the moment before the encryption began and you can put your data right back in production and be up and running but the big problem today is everybody has backup products so everybody already thinks they're protecting their data against ransomware but if you have a ransomware attack that attack has a long potential dwell time it can actually be sit sit in your environment undetected for weeks and months so all your backup data could be wrong and then uh, and then you have to go back to the last known good backup and it would take you forever to restore your data over and over again to figure out where is the right data that was unencrypted. And then you lose these big gaps of time because the backup is once a day and you have transactions happening constantly during the day. Delphix is different because we can take you immediately back to the point in time where it was encrypted. You have the data immediately accessible. You don't have to wait for restore. We provision the data immediately and you're back up and running. So it just closes the entire risk gap for ransomware.
1: Wow. So you definitely help protect data privacy and security, but what about the environment? I mean, doesn't all the data kind of eat up a lot of electricity? Is there possibly a big carbon footprint? I'm curious what role the environment then plays for you guys. Tech is really expensive
0: for the planet. That's just the truth. Now, one of the things that's important about tech is how it can actually help offset carbon emissions or reduce our carbon footprint in the world. And so one of the things that um, we're, we're really proud of with the Delphix Data Platform it's, is that um, it's green tech. We, we provide what we call green data. So instead of having the data copied over and over again everywhere, we consolidate the data footprint. Then we make the data available to test environments, the CPUs that are spinning a lot of power cooling footprint energy. Um, we, we deliver the data really quickly so you can release it. So you can drive up your utilization and reduce the total amount of power you're consuming And then we help a lot of our customers accelerate their digital transformation programs where they're taking physical processes and turning them into digital processes that have a smaller carbon impact. So there are multiple ways that our product is designed to be a green tech product. Everywhere you deploy us, we save on application and infrastructure power pooling and footprint. And usually by 10X or more.
1: Wow, oh my goodness. You know, we keep hearing about AI and how it's really going to tr- transform not only business, but also society. So how does Delphix and data really play into AI?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. And that's that's central to why data is so strategic for businesses today. AI and machine learning and deep learning, what they do with these technologies, you take data from all of your enterprise apps and other data sources, and you feed them into these machine learning programs. And and the machine learning programs turn that data into software that you can then put back into your apps. So it actually turns data into software and it can improve like your user experience. It can feed you exactly what you need to see in Facebook that you might be interested, interested in as an example. And so that, that is a really important data cycle that's occurring. Every company needs to master machine learning if it wants to be a contender in the future of its industry. And so Delphix has a pretty big role to play. We, we can source all the data from all the enterprise apps. So we have all the data from the enterprise apps. We have all the data history. We can make sure the data is compliant, so we can mask it, so you're not exposing uh, personally identifiable information like your credit card numbers. And then we make that available in an automated fashion for machine learning programs. So you don't have to sit around and wait for requests from a data scientist to go to an IT team, and then a DBA, and then they got to copy data and they got to wait forever. With Delvix, because it's, it's a DevOps automation platform, all of it is automated. You can get access to that data when you need it. It's compliant, it's secure, and now you're using it to drive faster machine learning cycles, which is critical to long term competitiveness.
1: Wow. So I mentioned in the beginning of this conversation for anyone who's listening or watching that Jed is not only the CEO, but he's also the founder. And I love founding stories of companies and I'm curious, how did you really come up with the idea for Delphix?
0: Yeah, the idea from Delphix came from my first software company. So back in 1999, I founded this software company called Avamar and we pioneered this technology that changed the backup and recovery industry. So. Back in 99 everybody used to back up all their enterprise data over and over again onto tapes physical tape cartridges Uh, but if you looked at the consumer world where where i had more experience at the time you had tivo and mp3 players which were taking tape data and putting on the disk and just improving the user experience and so my my bet was that you could build a software company that could take the data on tape media and put on disk and transform enterprise tape backup and over the period of about a decade, that's what happened in the industry. It became a multi 1000000000 dollar product that was acquired. The company product was acquired by EMC, and then later that was acquired by Dell. The um, the thing that I learned during that period of time is that we, we were really good at packing data onto disk, but I had a lot of customers who were coming to me saying, well, it's not about backup. I, I, we need to use the data for all these purposes to drive our business for development and testing and QA and staging and analytics and." legal holds and for even later on, they had to get to cloud trials and AIML and all the other things that companies need to do with their data today. So I realized we'd gotten it backwards. We were good at packing data onto disks, but what the world needed was a data utility platform, a platform that lets you use, lets you use data quickly, not store it efficiently. And so Dell is kind of the opposite of a backup product. We, we pull in data from the enterprise apps, but it's all about Fast, automated, and safe use of data for all the DevOps use cases.
1: That's great. Well, I just have one more question for you, because I don't want to keep you too long. But I did hear that you wrote a book, and I'm curious, what is it about?
0: Yeah, I wanted a really lighthearted book, and uh, so I chose a title. It's called "Disrupt or Die." And um, the idea, you know, I get asked by a lot of uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, and sometimes entrepreneurs, people who are innovating within big companies. How did you start your first software company and your second company? And do you have any advice that you can give me? And, and what I, have I discovered building, building two software companies over the last couple of decades is that innovation is actually highly repeatable. If you look at Silicon Valley, there are so many innovative companies built in a small, um, small overall geographical footprint. Look at companies like PayPal where the founding group went off to build multiple different enormous companies. Um, so innovation is highly repeatable, and it comes down to these frameworks that, uh, that entrepreneurs apply over and over again to enable the success of their products in these markets, in these companies. And so I, I basically accumulate all the frameworks that I've learned from other entrepreneurs and that I've employed myself in my companies and share them in the book. So it's all about how do you take an idea and turn it into a big application and potential technology company. And you can do that um, if you have an idea or if you work inside of a big enterprise.
1: That's great. Well, for anyone who's interested in reading or learning more about it, we have a link to information on the book. You can look at that in the description of this podcast or video, however you're watching. But I just want to thank you, Jed, for coming on and talking with me. This was great. And we hope to see you all soon and hopefully in person.
0: Yeah, it was great to meet you virtually. And I enjoyed being with you today. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to the Millennium Live podcast. New episodes every Monday. If you have interest in participating in a discussion like this one, feel free to reach out to us. Email info at
1: mill-all.com.